All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Yo, 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 we back again, KRSM 98.9, every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got the main man, Sid Linus, in the house. What's going on with you, Sid? Man, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Having a, uh, just a lovely Monday morning, man. Uh, how are you? I'm excited for the show today. Yeah, yeah, man. We, we're excited for the show. Before we get started, we got to let everybody know we got Dr. Peter McCullough on today. The, the one of the most famous doctors uh, uh, recently uh, he was just on the Joe Rogan show. The Joe Rogan show is probably the biggest podcast with the most listeners uh, probably in the whole U.S. And um, everybody, everybody that 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 show all, it went viral. You know, it went viral. Um, you know, YouTube uh, took it off for a split. Uh, um he was banned on Twitter, I think, before he went on the Joe Rogan show. But, yeah, that, that was an amazing episode. And now we got him on our show asking him some amazing questions, uh, uh, questions you want to know. We talked to him. Uh, we're going to ask him about about everything. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you would like to follow us uh, on Instagram, we are at The Morning Show. Let's argue. On Twitter, we are underscore Let's Argue Now. And fan base, we are at Let's Argue Show. If you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at said.linus, S-E-D dot L-I-N-U-S. On Twitter, is at said.linus. And fan base is at said.linus. Where can they find you at, Carlton? You find me on Twitter, underscore Prince Carlton, underscore. And we also, we got to make sure the morning show. Let's argue with Prince Carlton. Did you did you say this on on, on Apple? No, no, on I, Apple Podcast. I, I have it. We, yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Anywhere you can find podcasts, we are there. So make um, if you would like to, and you would like to keep up with uh, with all the new shows. Sometimes people can't uh, catch the radio version and different things of that nature. Make sure you can uh, uh, stay up to date. Uh, uh, subscribe. Yep, so, subscribe. Absolutely. 
And you can see also see video footage of some of our interviews if you subscribe on our uh, YouTube channel. So. Just, just to get just just to give any of the the, the new people who subscribe uh, a feeling of uh, you know I mean who we be having on the show we have uh, number one we have Phil Augusta he's the creator of uh, the new NBC show um, uh, Grand View is out Grand right Crew. now Grand Grand Crew yeah Grand he, um, Crew. we got Doctor Mary Tyler Bolton. Um, she was the doctor who uh, who got fired from her job in Texas. Um, they said she was uh, talking. She was uh, uh, giving out misinformation about the COVID nineteen vaccine. She's a major player in in uh, in what's going on today as far as doctors. Uh, we had um, NBA star Jonathan Isaac uh, for the Orlando Magic. He talked to us about why he didn't take the vaccine uh we have bryson gray the main man behind uh the the uh, let's go brandon anthem that was number one on the charts hip-hop charts and like every almost every chart uh we had uh kim Klasik, uh we had major williams uh, we had paris denard um the the rnc spokesperson dr scott jensen he's running for governor um uh, of Minnesota, so uh, any type of people we have on, so go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you would like. Uh, when you listen to it, if you like what you hear, uh, give us five stars, um, and we, we appreciate everything. So, so said, what have you been doing this weekend? Um, well, you know I like to work, so I, I definitely put in some work this weekend, and then also, man, we went to go see uh, your son play play basketball, man, and they, and they won the tournament. So that's a big shout out to Lil Ray Ray. That's what we call him, Lil Ray yeah. Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, um, so y- yesterday they had this, uh, they had a championship game, and uh, he came out the gates. He came out the gates scoring. You know what I mean? Uh, and he, he's finally doing what, uh, what what I and you and a lot of other people knew that he could do. You know what I mean? He's starting to play better defense. He's starting to. Uh, 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 drive to the whole play better offense. So the whole team looking good. And they won. The, uh, they won their first ch- uh, traveling championship in Blaine. Yeah, so so cool. shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to those guys. The Minnetonka four uh, A traveling team. Four B. Four B. Four B. Yeah. Four B one. Yeah. Traveling team. Yeah, man. So okay, okay. So so we got some. We got some great. Some big news. It ain't even great news. Some big news. Um, I think it was, was it this week or uh, it, it was it was last week. Last week, Minnesota and Minneapolis passed. Um, they what what the two the two the two mayors came together. Two mayors yeah. came together yes. and they decided that and they decided that you need uh, that if you want to get food. If you want to get drinks or some entertainment places, right? Is it some entertainment yeah, places yeah, also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. You, you, go, go ahead. Go, yeah, go, ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, uh, and this is right off the uh, WCCO website. Uh, in a bold move to curb the spread of COVID-19 in the Twin Cities, the mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul announced Wednesday that they will be requiring patrons at bars, restaurants, and sports venues to be vaccinated against COVID-19 or show proof of a negative negative test in order to get inside. Um, uh, On Friday, um, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry issued a series of revisions that have been made to the regulations, and it include changing the age for having a required negative test from 2 to 5, striking the OSHA reference due to Thursday's U.S. Supreme Court ruling, uh, adding definitions of proof of a completed vaccination series or negative test, and clarifying conditions and expectations for any the ending the regulation. Now they do not have a date for when the regulation will end, but it says once Omicron peaks. So since they don't have a date, we just have to take their word for it. Um, and it says, what do the policies do? Uh, they will require patrons uh, of places where food and drinks are sold to be vaccinated or show proof of a negative test within 72 hours. And this is also for places like bars, restaurants, entertainment and sports venues, food courts, coffee shops, 
and indoor cafes such as gyms and museums and catering halls. So they said food court. So what if you went to Mall of America in order to get into the food court, you got to show... Uh, well, no, no, no. Hey, Mall of America's, America's in Bloomington. That's right. right. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. So, okay. So, all right. So, so, so that makes sense why they were... But they would have that in there. Because I was thinking that would be a hard thing to uh, pull off. But, uh, but yeah, so 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 it goes into effect on January 19th, and we don't know how long it's going to it's gonna be here. So, uh, you know, I live in Minneapolis. Yeah. All right, right. So, so what you, how, how you feel about that since you live, since you live in, in Minneapolis? How you feel? I, I, I don't see any type of scientific uh, data that is something that they um, – you know, to me, to me, in order to have a measure like this, you should have some some sort of scientific data that says because this is happening, and because X, Y, and Z, this is the reason why we're doing this. And I don't think anywhere, mm-hmm. I, I I think it's common knowledge among uh, the population that uh, uh, being vaccinated does not mean that you will not catch uh, COVID. And uh, I mean, I mean, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it, it's- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. This has nothing to do with health. This has nothing to do with health at all. Because um, we know, we know, people who got the vaccine, you can still get it and you can still transmit it. So, so that's automatically not caring about somebody else. That's automatically because we know that these. It it, it doesn't mean just because you got the vaccine that you're not going to carry it. Or you're not going to transmit it. And we know cases before people complain about and listen to the episode and say, oh, you guys are uh, um, seeing a lot of misinformation on the show, blah, 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 all that stuff. Okay. 99%, of the Cal State Bears, they were vaccinated. They were vaccinated, and they had a breakout within a football team, and they had to cancel it versus USC. Um, a cruise ship not too long ago, everybody that went on the cruise ship was fully vaccinated. Everybody. And they had a major breakout. You know what? And, and I, I'm trying to figure out what school was it. I don't know if it was Harvard or Cornell or something like that. It was one of those schools that had like 90 Eight or ninety something percentile, and they had an outbreak in the school, and they went to it went straight to e learning, you know. Then is uh you got um you got uh, 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 uh Ireland with the high vaccination, they had a major breakout. They had it, it's so many different places with high vaccination rates. They have major breakouts. They have major breakouts, and not only that, it was a study. I got. I'm gonna have to go look. I should have checked it out. Um, 145. I think it was 145 country study that shows that a lot of the places where they have high vaccination, it means more death and, and more cases. That's what high vaccinations really mean. So, so it is. So, I mean, this this does nothing. And the only thing that's gonna happen is that a whole bunch of a whole bunch of uh, uh, vaccinated, a whole bunch of vaccinated people with COVID just could be sitting around each other. That's 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 all that's going to happen. Here's the thing. Let me continue one more thing. One more thing on. And I'm pretty sure the African-Americans are still, just like they are worldwide, and we saw the, the stats on New York City and worldwide. I guarantee you that the highest uh, 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 that that Black Americans in Minneapolis and St. Paul are still the lowest to get vaccinated. I guarantee you. So this only hurts Black Americans. This is actually a racist move, if you ask me. If, if we if we want if we want to talk if we want to talk racism. If you want to talk racism, the uh, uh, those guys need to look in the mirror. There's going to be countless of Black Americans who are, who won't be able to um, uh, be patrons at a lot of these places, and um, I, I just think that's despicable. You know what I'm saying? Especially as uh, progressive and as so, uh, 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 um, uh, you know liberal as as this as this um 
this state wants to say they are and things of that nature, it always, the true colors always show about the people that they always have to try to disenfranchise. I will guarantee you that if it was flipped around and it was white folks who couldn't go into a lot of these uh, bars and things of that nature, something like this wouldn't be taking place. But here, but here, here's also but here, here's what I want to also get right, back right. to. I want to get back to this. What is the goal? Because if you're saying, "Oh, we're going to do this just until Omicron, uh, Omicron peaks and then it, and then it uh then it goes downward," okay, this this is not going to speed up the peak. This is not going to bring the peak coming qu- uh, uh, quicker. It's nothing. You Absolutely. might as well just let it happen. <clears throat> There is absolutely, absolutely no data that shows if you do this, it will it will have any type of effect on mitigating COVID nineteen. You know what I'm saying? So, right. right. So it's and, a- and, and but, but, but let me let me take let me take this on. And and this is the thing. This is the thing. This is so crazy about it. If this was uh, if two, just imagine if two Republicans, two conservative candidates said, "Hey, you know what?" You got to be vaccinated. Just imagine if Minneapolis mayor was a conservative and St. Paul mayor was a conservative, and they said, you got to be vaccinated to come inside to eat some food, to go to Burger King. You got to have a vaccine uh, 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 card, and you got to show that you you got to test negative before you get your burger and your fries. Man. Everybody, Black Lives Matter, and everybody be outside marching right now. This they be on a they be on a fifth day right now. They be on a fifth day right now marching all up the street. But see, but that's the thing. Since it's coming, since it's coming from liberals, since it's coming from liberal Democrats, you could they could get away whatever they want to. Don't nobody march in those streets. Don't nobody do nothing. You know what I mean? That that that's the that's the way it is. And, 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 and like I say, if I wouldn't just run up the street. And eating, uh, eating, um, you know what I'm saying. One of the establishments that's around here, I can't even do that. So it was like, what I have to do? Plan ahead and plan three days ahead and get a, or plan ahead and get a test before I could just go. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, it, it, it doesn't. It just. Oh, for you to, yo, for you to get it. Did they say grocery store or no? No, no, no. And see, but that's where it's going to. See, I, I, I see, and and, and and that's the thing. Because if you start saying grocery stores, now there's a uh, now now there's a it, it, it's it, actually it says the policy specifically does not apply to schools or early child care facilities, hospitals, long term care facilities, uh, food and drink taken as a part of a religious practice, grocery stores, convenience stores, soup kitchens, or sites serving the homeless. Or other uh, vulnerable populations, so those are the uh, so those are the places that are. Uh, it says also exempt athletes, performers, and supporting staff uh, booked for a performance or competition. Jump ridiculous, man! That sounds ridiculous. So so so, so, so we, we own a courier service. So I, I'm just trying to figure out if we got to go inside one of those places to make a delivery in Minneapolis. What we got to do? Because I I, I I throw that joint out. I I throw it in front of the place before I get a uh, a uh, a test or anything. <laughs> Carousel ninety eight point nine. Yo yo yo, we back again. Carousel ninety eight point nine. Every Monday morning from six a.m. to eight a.m. I just want to make sure y'all stay tuned. We got a major major interview with Doctor Peter McCullough coming up. He he has some amazing. I'm talking about amazing uh, 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 um, uh, information for everybody, and he he's he he got a special message for uh, for Black Americans too. Stay tuned. Um, what, what, what was we just talking about? We were just talking about uh, 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 so delivery wise, delivery wise. So we do delivery trucks. What 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 what? The thing is, is mostly based around food and drinking. So, uh, so I'm pretty sure that they, they probably will demand. Uh, they have a mask, uh, you know what I'm saying, on the door or whatever, or something like that. So we probably have to wear a mask. But as long as we're not uh, in there, like being patrons or whatever. But, but, but then you also requiring, you also requiring people who work at these places to be almost physicians. I mean, I mean, 
how how can you work at a restaurant or a bar and then ask me about some personal health decision? You know what I'm okay, saying? Hold, hold, hold on. Okay, hold, okay, on okay. hold on. And then and then you you have to verify that I I actually made a certain personal uh, uh health decision. And here's a, here's another thing I just want to tag on before you get into it. Right. I'm gonna go, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on this one. So, so, so people are always saying things like, oh, well, uh, businesses have the right to do whatever they want to. That is wrong. Businesses don't have the right to do whatever they want to. Right. A business owner can't say, I don't want black people coming to my store. A business owner can't say, I don't want white people coming to my store. A business owner, a business owner can't say, I don't want people uh, with HIV coming to my coming into my store, you, you, no. you can't say things like that. So, so it falls right in the realm of business owners shouldn't be able to say, "I don't want people uh, uh, who are not vaccinated uh, to come into my store." That's discrimination, right. and that's what right, that, that's right. what that's what the, the you know the Constitution, and all the, all the precedents, all the precedents that has been set by the courts is to stop discrimination in public places. And so when you when the when the actual local government is is implementing these type of discriminations, then we only two steps away from a uh, uh, Jim Crow. Yo, yo, okay. The, the way the way I feel about all this stuff, the way I feel about all this stuff is um, is sim- simple, especially on what you just talked about. I feel like, hey, look, either the businesses gonna be able to discriminate or they not it's simple yo it's simple if they're gonna be able to discriminate they can discriminate on everything you can't sit there and tell nobody yo you know what uh you can discriminate on this but you can't discriminate on that nah either you discriminate either either you're discriminating or we not with businesses period period pick on pick what side of the fence pick what side of the fence you're trying to be on you know what i mean and 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 Go go hold, hold on and 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 um another thing too in Minneapolis is so crazy because the Supreme Court the Supreme Court just just put a stop to Biden's large business vaccine mandates and I think it's vaccine and mass mandates I thought I I, I read somewhere and and how in the world is that going to work so I read the other day I read the other day that I. The patrons, the people who work, the people, the employees who work there. If if uh, if if uh, employer don't want their employees to get the vaccine or don't care about it, they don't have to. But the people entering in will have to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense. So we would have unvaccinated workers with people who've been vaccinated. How in the world is that going to work? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and that's and that's the problem. And I think that's what's been going on this whole time, is that things just don't make sense. We can always talk about <clears throat> how we wish thing, how we wish things were. We can always say, "Oh, I wish the vaccine would would have worked against all of this or whatever." But the fact of the matter is, is that it don't. And, and that's right. and, and that's and, just what it is. And they, they and, and they told you that it would, but it but it don't it, it don't work. So because it don't work, when you implement things like like vaccine mandates, it doesn't make sense to the to the uh, uh, the general public. Who 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 knows? And then we have we have people in the media who are afraid to tell you that you can still catch it and you can still spread it. So then you have people in the general public thinking that you can't spread it. it, it, it no. I just think it's too many people not doing their due diligence, and then and then you have and here's another thing I want to say. Then you have the CDC, right? Yep. The CDC brought the days of isolation now from ten to five, and people said, "Why? Why did the CDC bring bring the um, isolation days down from ten to five? The the CDC took the isolation days down from ten to five because they knew there was no way. That with this Omicron spreading the way it is, that everybody could be out here taking ten to fourteen days off, uh, off of their job. We already see what the shelves look like in Target. We already see what the shelves look like hey. in, at Walmart and a lot of these other right. places. 
So right. <laughs> and there's already a work shortage. So this decision that CDC just made has nothing to do with science. It has to do with economics. And that's what we have been trying to do. Look, look you heard it you heard it first on this show. We've been trying to tell you, we've been trying to tell you for the longest time that the CDC and the World Health Organization and and Dr. Fauci have been making decisions that are not science-based, but they tell you that it is. And so now blatantly right in front of your face, you see the CDC made a decision that's not science-based. So what else do you think is not science-based about the decisions they've been making? But but, but let me piggyback off that because I can tell you, I can tell you, see, and now the CDC comes out and they tell the CDC comes out now and said that they they have it's, this is for the New York Times the CDC conceded that cloth masks do not protect against the virus as effectively as other masks do and we have been telling people that the the little thin mask the little thin mask and the cloth mask don't work. We've been te- we've been telling people that from the beginning of time. We've been seeing studies that the mainstream media, like CNN and all those guys, don't show. They never show it, but we see them. We see them. So to the mass population, majority of the people think that oh, this little cloth thing over my face is saving me. I'm gonna ride in the car by myself and put it over my face, and I and I'm safe. No, it don't work that way. And you and, and people should already know it doesn't work that way because they ride around with masks on 24-7, go in the house with masks on, go everywhere with masks on, and they still get infected. That's how you know it don't work. Because if you knew if it because if that wasn't the case, you that would have saved you. But but see, but when we said it a long time ago, we was conspiracy theorists. Now the CDC is saying exactly what we're saying. And I, and I think that they're kind of hinting that the N95 mask works uh, 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 better. But I'll say this right now. A year from now, they'll let you know that no mask can protect you from this virus. You still got eyes. You still got ears. You know what I mean? You still got a lot of things that's open. You know what I mean? You have to probably wear it 24-7. And listen, what about natural immunity? They still haven't been bringing that up. You, you still, out of all the people that have caught Omicron, why isn't anybody on TV talking about natural immunity and how if you have natural immunity, it's better and it lasts way longer than any type of vaccine you can get? Why isn't anybody? The, the vac- I, I, I think, it, it, to, to be honest with you, we should kind of be Saying so we kind of we should kind of be celebrating a little bit, like yo, this this Omicron was transmissible, but a lot of people are getting it. There's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people dying from it, if if any, because I know it's not. It's supposedly not not that uh, you know what I'm saying, not that um, deathly or whatever. Right. right. But people are are gaining the immunity, but nobody right. wants to talk about the immunity. And this is what Peter. This we have. We got Dr. Peter McCullough coming up in the second hour. Um, And this is the thing. Why are they cutting off any type of avenue for you to get better other than getting the vaccine? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Yo, yo, you got to ask yourself that. They they act like it's a one-stop thing. Okay, you just get the vaccine. That's it. And, and it's so many other therapies, early treatment, and all type of other things that can help you, that can help you prevent, fight it, all type of stuff. You know, and, and you spoke on the Florida, Florida, uh, Florida, what they have in Florida? I forgot the name of uh, and, uh, the monoclonal uh, antibodies. Right. Speak on that, man. Okay, so the monoclonal antibodies is a procedure that has been working to a T. And, and and if you get it early, it can, I mean it can change your situation dramatically. Now right. here's what's been happening: the sources are low for it. The American government 
is not releasing uh, uh, um, uh, enough. I guess it's like a, gov- a national stockpile or whatever. So it's hard for a lot of these doctors to get their hands on it. Like in Florida, the states. Yeah. Yeah, states. Yep. Also, if you are an inpatient at a hospital, they will not give you monoclonal antibodies. You only can get it if you're an outpatient. That's why I always tell somebody if they're sick and they're like, oh, man, I'm thinking about going to the hospital. You need to know before you check in what your rights are. Right. Because you could be in your deathbed about to die. They're ne- they're never going to give you ivermectin. They're never going to give you hydroxychloroquine. They're never going to give you monoclonal antibodies. What they will do is put you on a ventilator. <clears throat> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it, right. So and so I'm so I'm I'm just saying the government has made it terribly, terribly hard for things that work for physicians. Uh, 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 to get their hands on and uh, that has to be responsible for a lot of deaths if I know something works and can save lives but then I take it all off the shelf and I tell physicians and pharmacies if you prescribe it you'll lose your job and things of that nature that has to contribute to that number right yo yo exactly and and they like I said they want to make it so it, it, it's it's crazy to be how people don't understand the game, how people don't understand what's going on. Pfizer, everything has to be made by Pfizer. Everything has to be made by these four or five companies that gives you the vaccine. That's your only hope. Everything else that's made from anybody else, you can't. You is it's a no no. It's only and people have to understand what's going on. These companies are making billions and billions of dollars off of you going in there every every three months getting shot up by some stuff that you still get the you still get the virus from. And 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 speaking of that, last week the European Union regulators warned they warned that frequent frequent COVID nineteen booster shots could adversely affect the immune system, and it may not be feasible. Like you, listen. Keep get. I, we we told you we 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 discussed this here on our show before. We did, we was probably a year early when we told you these shots will possibly probably break down your immune system. We said this early, and now the EU is telling you that frequent shots and frequent boosters will break your immune system down. And that's we, a, was a, we, we, we was we was we was a year early on that, but it, everybody but everybody called us, everybody called us a uh, 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 conspiracy theorist. And here's the thing: like, how many shots do you have to get in a year's time? I mean, <laughs> my gosh, are we playing with the human body or not? I mean, come on, man, it's your it's your body. Even man, your body's your temple. That's biblical. Yo, like, you I'm, I'm just trying to, I, yo, yo, I, I'm just trying, like, really, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to understand myself, like, okay, if I was one of these people who got shots, you know what I mean? If I was one of these people who got shots, at what point, at what point would I think to myself, uh, th- this ain't, this ain't, uh, nah, it, it, so, something ain't right. At, at, at what point do they think? There's something is not sitting right. Like, 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 yo, I think we're being tricked here or something like that. You know what I mean? Because I already know a lot of people who got the first two who like, nah, I got two. I ain't getting these other ones. You know what I mean? I know some people who saying that. You know what I mean? I'm trying I'm trying to figure out the majority of people. When are they going to come to their senses and be like, yo, nah, okay, enough is enough. And that's a, that's a question. I, <clears throat> this is, I, I'm going back biblical. People love their life, man. And the thing is, is that that's why that's why in the Bible it speaks on not loving your life, because when you love your life, you will do anything for it to get back to however it was. And so, people, to me, is almost like a a dope fiend chasing a high. People are chasing their prior their twenty nineteen life like like a like a dope fiend. 
And so they are yeah. they are ignoring any type of stop signs or any type of red flags or anything. They want to put red flags on social media, but they can't recognize red flags in their own life. What are we talking Yo. about? Yo, Dr. Dr. Robert Malone called it mass formation psychosis. That's what that's what he said. These people are under. These people are on under mass formation psychosis. You can't, you can't, whatever happens, they want to change their life around so much and get back to 2019 that they're willing to do anything. Everything, every time that we try to tell them something, they can't hear it. They're under this, they're under this, this, this psychosis, this thing that is just like, Okay, we're gonna pay attention just to good what the government says. We want to hurry up and get back. They're offering a solution. We need to hurry up. These people are crazy for not taking their 19th booster. So you know what I mean? Like put them in a shelter, put them in, make them lose their job, make them not eat, make them not go to the grocery store, make them not have a livelihood. And they believe these things. Because because they believe that people who are unvaccinated are standing in their way of getting back to their 2019 life. And here's the Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And they're not even looking at unvaccinated people as, as as human beings and making their own decision about what they're putting in their body. They're just looking right. at unvaccinated people as roadblocks to getting back to their 2019 mm-hmm. life. Okay, if you want to love your life, you go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just letting you I mean, know right I, now. I, I, <clears throat> Every, I mean, every, everybody should love their life, right? <clears throat> nah, nah, bro. Now nah, it used to be not, not, not like that. Uh, uh, some other biblical stuff. You got to uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, <laughs> uh, 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 a brief, a brief summary of mass uh, formation. Uh, total uh, uh, totalitarianism requires the total obedience of the mass. This obedience is. Uh, 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 has been created via mass formation process inside the population. Four conditions are needed. The masses must feel alone and isolated. Number two, their lives must feel pointless and meaningless. Number three, the masses then must experience experience constant free-floating anxiety. Uh, number four, they must experience uh, 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 free-floating frustration and aggression. With these conditions met, people are now ripe for hypnosis. No matter how stupid, senseless, or even harmful the solution, people are made to feel solid, uh, uh, so, so, solidarity, <laughs> which validates the whole thing for them. They are now changed, no longer rational. This automatically excludes analysts based on mathematical approaches like Nash's game theory, where all where all agents are assumed to act completely rational, people who are consumed by the mass formation process become intolerant and cruel. This is, you know, what I mean, this is this is what it is, and um, and y'all y'all stay tuned with us. Y'all 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 stay up. We got uh uh uh, uh Dr. Peter McCullough coming up, and uh, yeah, man. Karasim, 98.9. It's a special day for you. We found out. We didn't know it. You didn't tell us. The staff found it out. This is your Ladies and gentlemen, Rodney. Rodney. Hey, come on, Rodney. Oh, I know. Hey, somebody said Rodney. Hey, yo, 
What's the point of having cake if it's flowerless? Some people need their flowers while they living or they powerless. Scrambling like a cracked egg, you thought it was a cakewalk. Am I crooked letter leading versus straight talk? Don't let nobody mislead you. What's the purpose of having cake if your lady can't feed you? Bandage up these raw wounds, but I'm probably gonna bleed through. And time heals all wounds, guess that's a naive view. And dot my eyes and cross my T's, I know that I need to. Sometimes I'm on E, and sometimes I don't yield to the spirit. I know that's on me. So I'm a tuck away in the valley where the reborn be. Trying to kill my flesh on a daily, can't pull the storm free. Maybe it's there to keep me humble. Every day I stumble in the thick of the cake mix. A piece by Brian Gumble. Reporting live from the oven. I done met my match. Sins two inches apart. I'm whipping up another batch. Mixing bowl contaminated. Hand me down. I'm so attached. Been inside my family for years. A spiritual attack. In the profound words that only Rodney can speak with, he said, What's the purpose of having cake if you can't eat it? Got a slice of devil's food, I'm telling you, you can't beat it. Icing on the bottom, upside down, cake, who's top seated? Same sin consecutively, only time I three-peated. I'm the champ of doing wrong, but what is that to celebrate? Smash this trophy, representing every single thing I hate. Oil and water definitely mixes, so make no mistake. Couple more ingredients, I tell you, it's a piece of cake. A party without cake is just a meeting, so just have a slice. But the pieces ain't cut evenly, now this ain't paradise. Never sleeping on the devil, y'all know me, I'm wide awake. But selfishly take God for granted, now you know that take the cake. Licking wounds, measurements was all off. Got these hounds on my heels. Satan call your dogs off. Tracking me, computer history. No when I'm logged off. And this ain't a walk in the park, so casually I jogged off. Almost tripped me up to Jesus, dismantled the whole scheme. And while I lick my wounds, they just tryna lick the bowl clean. Where your mama at? She know you out here? Thank you all for tuning in. Right now, we got the Dr. Peter McCullough interview. All right. Thank you very much. It's KRSM 98.9. And we got Dr. Peter McCullough here. We want to thank you very much for coming on yeah, the show. Thank you. Um, we, uh, first of all, uh, we would like you to explain to our audience like who you are. Most everybody know who you are at this point now. <laughs> but uh, we want you to explain <laughs> to you, uh, our audience who you are and your uh, occupation, your expertise, and how many years? Sure. Well, I'm Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm, a, I'm a, in practice in Dallas, Texas. I'm an academic internist and cardiologist, and I trained in epidemiology. I split my time, about half the time I'm taking care of patients like today, and then the other half I'm, I'm working as an author and editor uh, and a clinical researcher. Since COVID-19 wow. hit, I've been really focused on uh, you know, COVID-19 illness itself, really trying to help out America. So I worked with many doctors and we came up with the treatment protocols to treat patients as an outpatient to prevent hospitalization and death. And we've been very focused on that task. And since the vaccines came out, I've been focused on uh, the safety of the vaccines and, and whether right. or not they, they actually are worth it in terms of, uh, you know, preventing COVID. Right. So, okay, okay, since we got you on today, how do you feel about what the Supreme Court did? They shot down Joe Biden's uh, 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 vaccine mandates for large businesses, but allowing it for the, the healthcare workers. What do, what do you, how do you feel about, about uh, that ruling? Most of the healthcare systems already had the mandates before the Supreme Court decision. But I think the, the relief on the businesses will be welcome. There's never been any hospital outbreaks of COVID-19. The, the virus isn't spread at hospitals. There were nursing home outbreaks, um, right. but you know that's been managed now. We haven't heard about nursing home outbreaks in a long time. Uh, the main issue is that the virus has changed, is mutated, and it's no longer covered by the vaccines. So there's no use in mandating a vaccine that doesn't work against the current strain, which is Omicron. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so uh, very early on in in the um, 
I guess the we call it COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, I started to hear about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and you know, uh, especially uh, when Donald Trump uh, mentioned hydroxychloroquine. Uh, but but it quickly became demonized to even talk about even getting these drugs or or, or having these drugs or even having doctors prescribe these drugs. Uh, uh, why why was it made so hard for the American public to get their hands on ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine? I think the governmental agencies, as well as you know, medical associations like the American Medical Association, the Infectious Disease Society of America, the American Pharmacy Board, I think they all work together to try to block early treatment of patients with COVID-19. I think it was wow. from the very beginning. The first year, it was all focused on hydroxychloroquine. The second year, it was all focused on ivermectin. Now it's going to be interesting. We got the third year, and we've got the Pfizer drug and the Merck drug. It looks like right. the Pfizer drug is, is way better. Now, these are emergency use authorized. I wonder if there's going to be a blockade of the Merck and Pfizer drug. It's going to right. Be because <laughs> exactly. listen, listen, we have other good drugs that are FDA, EUA approved, and that includes the monoclonal antibodies, and they're effectively right. blocked too. Right. Wow. Well, aren't aren't they using them down in Florida? In Florida right now, the uh, the antibodies, the monoclonal antibodies. Supply is limited all over. My health system said they're completely out. And we're going to have to wait weeks to, to recalibrate. We need the GSK, GlaxoSmithKline monoclonal antibody called Sotirivimab. It really does work against Omicron. And even though Omicron is a much milder syndrome, there are some senior citizens who get severe uh, illness. And we need these monoclonal antibodies. I've used them in my practice, and they really do work. You know, I was with uh, podcaster Joe Rogan. Uh, he got right. monoclonal antibodies. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who who mentioned me in a lot of his tweets and uh, his press conference. You know, he had what's called the McCullough Protocol. And right. I told Aaron, you know, I'm glad he, he did so well, but he got the monoclonal antibodies. You know, we, we had the GSK monoclonal antibodies approved in May of 2021. Here we are seven months later. Where are they? I mean, our government right. has really let us down. Wow. So so because so it, it seems like they want us to have just the vaccine, just to want you go to the vaccine and, and they don't speak on nothing else. What, what do you what do you think? Uh, like, isn't it dangerous to try to force like a, a one size fits all? Yeah, it's really dangerous because the vaccine is not treatment. So right. as soon it's, as somebody gets sick, the vaccine can't help them as soon as they get sick. And since people get sick with COVID, whether or not they've had the vaccine, uh, you know, it doesn't uh, it's not supportable at all to mm. to try to rely on the vaccine as the only approach. We should always have had a lot of treatments approved. And the government has never made a strong supportive statements of doctors trying to treat patients. Right. And, you know, the government should have said doctors should use every every tool they have to try That's to help little... people avoid hospitalization and death. And they never did it. <clears throat> wow. Wow. This. And, and, and so when, when we talk about uh, the uh, the vaccine, um, well, something to get brought up is VAERS as well. And um, and so why is it important for, for the American people to also know about these adverse reactions? Uh, because we don't ever see anybody, to, we don't see Dr. Fauci talking about it or the CDC ever talking about it. So uh, uh, how important is that for for America to be able to weigh their pros and cons on whether or not they want to get the vaccine or not? It's very important. You know, that's that's what's called the Declaration of Helsinki, which is we must have informed consent. Every time they present the vaccines, they have to, you know, present the risks and the benefits. And they never do. The government uh, agency representatives never give the risks of the vaccines. Everything has risks. Everything does. Exactly. And it turns out with these vaccines, uh, it's been an extraordinary number of people who have died uh, nearly immediately after the vaccines. Over 21,000 Americans uh, or 21,000 individuals in VAERS, half of which are Americans, have died after the vaccine. Typically half within 48 hours, 80% within a week. Um, wow. You know, that's one death number. Uh, right. <laughs> that's just what's reported. We know that um, there's a whistleblower lawsuit from the somebody who works inside the 
Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, they thought the real number was 45,000 for the whole country early in the summer. And then wow. Pantazatos and Seligman, uh, they have that number now, the upper limit of that number at 187,000 individuals. I mean, it's extraordinary. Now we saw um, a report from the insurance industry that people age 18 to 40, 49 have a yep. 40% excess mortality. And they say it's not COVID. It's so not what COVID. else yep. is it? Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Wow. That, that, okay. So, so, should we at this point, at this point in America, should we still be taking advice from uh, Dr. Fauci? I don't think we should because, uh, you know, he's not authoritative. He's never seen um, a patient with COVID nineteen. He doesn't have the base of safety data research. He can't weigh out the risks and benefits. And I think it would be a good time for him to. Uh, you know, be removed uh, in any type of capacity and bring on some new talent. Right. Um, another thing, we, we seem to, I see a lot of commercials here in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure they're worldwide. Um, I see a commercial where uh, it's a lady sitting down with, the, I guess, a nurse or a doctor, and she's wondering if it's safe. She's pregnant, and she's wondering if it's safe for her to take the vaccine. What would you What would you say to somebody who's pregnant? You, you think that... Because I, I I know looking at VAERS, it's been a lot of uh, uh, stillbirths, a lot of lost babies. Uh, what would you say to someone who's uh, pregnant? I've published in uh, trial site news um, that <coughs> that pregnancy is, is considered category X for the vaccines, means that the vaccines have a dangerous mechanism of action. So we know they're dangerous. Uh, and we never inject something dangerous into a pregnant woman's body because right. it's both two patients. And pregnant women were excluded from the randomized trials. The FDA knew it was going to be dangerous for them. Mm. So did the, the vaccine manufacturers. And there's only one paper, Shimbawaku, in New England Journal of Medicine. Great controversy over what happened in the first trimester. In the end, the authors uh, published a, a re revised conclusion. It looks like all the data suggests it's not safe at all for a pregnant woman to take the vaccine. Mm. I have a kind of follow up question to that because uh, uh, I just had my first uh, my first kid, my daughter, uh, nine months ago, and, and uh, around the time when my wife was pregnant, um, you know, we, we would go uh, to a doctor and, and, and they would say, "Oh, it's safe to uh, it's safe to get a vaccine while you're pregnant. There, there's no harm in it." Uh, what type of pressure are on some of these healthcare workers, in terms of doctors as well, that um, that that, that makes them want to push the vaccine like like so much is it is it is there a certain benefits that some of these hospitals and some of these workers get or or is it if they don't uh, uh push these vaccines they, they may lose their job is, is there something in there with that i think there is we call it regulatory capture a lot of these health systems have received covid relief money from the federal government and the relief money comes with you know, various uh, talking points. And some of them, there's to go along with the narrative on vaccinating everybody, whether it's safe or not. Wow. Wow. This, okay. So uh, we should, we should, uh, if, if we're trying to get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, what's a good place for, because it, it seemed like, like, does anybody have that? What's a good place for somebody in Minnesota or just anywhere in the country? What's the best place to go to get those? Most people are going to the big telemedicine services. So okay. myfreedoctor.com, American Frontline Doctors, and uh, Frontline Critical Care Consortium. And they're okay. using community pharmacies or compounding pharmacies. But uh, there's a great effort to shut down ivermectin which is a very useful drug. The American Medical Association has an official campaign to abolish the use of ivermectin. And that's really going to make people suffer because ivermectin works well in Omicron. Someone who's got a severe Omicron case, boy, it, it responds very quickly. Right, right, right. Do, do, you, do, you, do you think that, do you, I, 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 heard, I heard you talk about this on the Joe Rogan show. Okay, so I think I heard you say that nobody, uh, can anybody get COVID twice? Yeah, it turns out you can. You know, when I went on with Joe Rogan, <clears throat> I mentioned that with all the previous variants, you pretty much got it one time and you were done. Nobody got second 
or third cases that were severe. But now it's clear with Omicron, you can break through. You can get COVID-19 okay. a second time. Almost everybody's going to get COVID-19 a second time. Right. It should be okay. pretty mild. It should be pretty brief. It's almost like Mother Nature's booster. Right. Okay. Okay. And and, and a lot of people is call, are calling this the endemic. Do you think do you think that that's the case here with Omicron? You know, I can't predict. I, I, I it would be nice to think this is the end, but uh, the virus is mutating so wildly, and and we keep doing more and more vaccination, and that keeps prompting more and more hyperdominant right. mutants. So all we need is one more kind of evolutionary fluke, and then we've got a new variant. The mass vaccination is making it so much worse than it should be. Right? Can, can you can you explain that? Can you can you just go deep into that? You know, about the massive vaccinations are, are, are creating so many variants? Well, the virus itself has about 24 proteins, but the vaccine just gives antibodies against one protein. So if the virus, as it's uh, replicating, if it by chance has a mutation where it's able to escape uh, an antibody from the vaccine, then it's able to thrive uh, in the vaccinated and, and potentially have some other advantages like Omicron can now just replicate so much faster than Delta. So there we go. It's uh, Omicron right. came out of the fully vaccinated. That's where it came from. And now right. it's spread all over the world. So it's obvious the vaccination is causing the continued problem. Okay. So what, what do you believe, what do you believe is this uh, kind of this great push behind uh, just the vaccines? Do, do you think it's like, because, uh, I mean, a lot when you when when you dive into it, and a lot of people start talking about uh, Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates, uh, a lot of these countries coming together. Do do you think it's some a conspiracy behind the 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 push in uh, mass vaccinations? And, and and if you do, what do you think is behind all of this? Well, whatever's going on is worldwide. And it doesn't it doesn't really localize to one vaccine, because in some countries it's the Sinovac vaccine, which is a Chinese vaccine. It's a killed virus vaccine. Now this Novavax, that's a purified protein vaccine in Europe and Australia. We have the Johnson and Johnson. So whatever it is, it's not one specific country, but it's going on worldwide that everybody's has in their mind that everybody should be taking these injections pretty frequently but it's in everybody's yeah. mind it's in everybody's mind all at once the tiniest islands in the east asia to big countries the middle of africa it's simultaneous all over the world and you know hydroxychloroquine anything we do works against covid is blocked anywhere in the world so, you know, I, I'll point you to some books. So one is Peter Bregan and Bregan, COVID-19 and the Global Predators. We are the prey. It lays out all the connections between the governments and the vaccine companies and the Gates Foundation and all the connections, World Health Organization. Uh, another book is by Robert F. Kennedy. It's called The Real Anthony Fauci. And then a book yep. by um, yep. Scott, At uh, Scott Atlas is called, you know, the you know, the, the, the big uh, White House, the cloud over the White House. Right. And people are people want to learn what's going on. Obviously, something yeah. very big in the world is going on. Absolutely. Wow. So, so with, with, with Omicron uh, uh, um, um, spreading so quickly, and a lot of people are getting, I, I know a, a bunch of people who, who are sick or just getting over a sickness uh, as we speak. Um, so sh should should any of those people feel like they have to get a vaccine in the future because now they have natural uh, immunity? Is that the case? Yeah, they don't have to. None of the vaccines, uh, there are no randomized trials or studies that even show the vaccines cover Omicron. So the <laughs> vaccine is completely useless. Right. Oh, oh okay. So I, I, I saw, I saw, um, I saw a story the other day that the uh, European Union also said that it could be dangerous to keep getting these vaccines, to keep getting these boosters. Like, like can you explain to us, like, like how, how does that, how does that work? But the, is it breaking down your immune system or? Yeah, how that works is the, the vaccines that we use in the United States, they're genetic gene transfer technology. And they transfer the gene into cells 
to produce the Wuhan spike protein, the dangerous protein on the surface of the virus. And that spike protein, it goes into the brain, the heart, the uh, ovaries, the testes, the bone marrow, and the spike protein is damaging. It causes damage to the brain, causes myocarditis, damage to the heart. Right. Uh, and it turns out your body can't get rid of it. So it takes months and months and months to try to clear out the spike protein. And the European Medical Association raised the concern that now it's going to weaken the immune system. The immune system is working double time to try to clear this stuff out. That's the last thing you want to do is install spike protein in the human body that lasts for a very long time. Wow. So um, what do you think that it takes? Because it, it to me, is it seemed like it's easy to see uh what's going on it's easy to see like oh you if you get a vaccine you win two hundred dollars oh you you it's it's like it's easy it's an easy thing to to pause on but it seemed like a lot of the population still isn't like they aren't coming around like a, a lot of soccer players now they're just passing out just falling down all over the place people dying and what do you think? Why is the reason that uh, a lot of a big part of America, are, they, they just aren't seeing this? It's almost as if people are brainwashed. Uh, you know, about 200 million Americans took the vaccine. They didn't ask too many questions. And the right. safety data shows it's really grossly unsafe. And uh, the sports players in Europe, a lot of them must have taken it because, you know, it affects the heart. And if you really exert yourself in a soccer game and you actually have the heart inflammation from the vaccine, which can last for months after the shot, it can precipitate sudden death. And we've seen a record number of athletes in European soccer fields drop dead. I mean, it's astronomical. Yeah. Now, the, the million-dollar question is, why aren't we seeing that in pro and college athletes in the United States? Right. How, many of them the, how many of them really took the vaccine? It's an interesting question. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Absolutely, and that's the question we we have, uh, um, um, especially when the NBA started. Because in the NBA this year, there has been like uh, almost I would say almost half the league have, has caught uh, COVID and had to be out for a large, significant amount of games. Um, but but the, the CDC has changed their isolation days from ten to five. Um, do you think that decision is there any science data based on that decision? That that decision, or was that decision based on uh, work shortage or or something other than uh, actual data? I think it was based on practicality. I mean, two days is too long to be out, and you know now five days, as long as the last two days there aren't severe symptoms. That's what we're using clinically. You know, they were using that five days primarily for asymptomatic test positives. But now there's <coughs> there's reports of uh, of uh, you know hospitals and clinics, even if people have COVID and they're sick and they have symptoms, they're telling them to come back to work anyway. Right. So yep. the, whole, the whole program <laughs> is collapsing. It's completely collapsing. Like why vaccinate and still have people with COVID come come back to work? I mean, the whole thing now is just it's just collapsing. Right. Will, will, will you be at the uh, defeat the mandate march in uh, D.C.? Yes, I will. Uh, I'll be arriving late, but I uh, will give a speech on the stage at the end. Wow, that, that's a, that's amazing. Oh, okay, so let, let's talk about. Okay, so you're coming to Minnesota on the uh, on the uh, the twentieth. Um, uh, can you explain to our audience uh, 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 what they should expect? Any does anybody who's going to that? What should they expect at that event? Well, we're gonna we're gonna have a series of presentations um, regarding. Uh, COVID-19, I'm going to give a fairly extensive one on vaccine safety and efficacy, and I will review the data. I'll go over the published studies. I'll show the audience, uh, you know, what the findings are, not not my opinions, I'm just, I'm just the right. medical facts. And uh, we have us, you know, people, all the tickets are sold out. It's going to be standing room only. I've given programs all over the country, and we've had 500 to 5,000 people come and it's like going to a medical lecture and people want to know, you know, America's been stonewalled on any information that right. which vaccines work, which ones don't, what to watch out for. Our, our government agencies and media are telling nobody anything. They're just saying, right. take the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. 
so so uh, in Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, it will be effective next week that in order to eat or drink uh, at any establishment, you have to show a, a vaccine uh, card, a vaccine passport, or however you want to call it. Um, is there any evidence that showing a vaccine or 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 or, uh, or um, or a negative COVID test before going into an establishment, does that do anything to slow the spread or is there any data behind any of that? No, there's not. It's just going to backfire. There's a paper by Singarajan in Lancet showing that 39% of all spread is fully vaccinated to fully vaccinated. So the people are going to go out to restaurants and they're vaccinated. They're just going to spread it to each other. Wow. It won't work. Listen, I've got about four minutes left, you guys. Well, take a few okay. more questions. Okay. 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 So, so, uh, so, uh, so, our last question um, is: Okay, how do we end? How do we end this all? How how does this this pandemic end? How how do we end it? How do we stop it? I think one of the big steps is to stop vaccination. <clears throat> the one way to stop vaccination is people just tell us, and they're not going to take it. So we should have all the vaccine mandates dropped. And if nobody takes the vaccine, then, uh, you know, it's going to effectively end it. And so, um, you know, people are going to have to it'll be uncomfortable, but I think they'll need to do it. They know the vaccine is going to make them sick over time. It's going to be, you know, no job is worth it to be sick and get these injections and get the spike protein, you know, in your body for for years. It's going to be terrible. People are going to feel bad. They're going to get neurologic disease. I saw a young guy today, good guy. He's already the athletic guy. It's terrible. So now, you know, I'm using heart failure medicines on him. Um, uh, Yeah, I think first step is uh, stop all the mandates. And people just, if if, if the whole country doesn't take any vaccines or boosters, just stop. Second thing is we need a big... uh, uh, for early treatment. Now, when this Pfizer drug comes out, everybody gets a winner. It's safe. It's effective. The GSK sotorivimab for high risk, the Merck drug may play a role. You know, the other drugs we use, prednisone, aspirin, uh, they're not controversial. So we'll treat high risk patients. So, but a big, a big pathway to stopping this mess is stopping the vaccines because the vaccines are just extending and prolonging the problem. Right. Dr. Peter McCullough, we thank you thank very you. much. If it's, if it's anything, if it's anything you want to say before you go, you can you can just say it right now. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, you know, I wanted to just make a point to the African American community. Yes. That you know, there's quite a history with Tuskegee, and Tuskegee lasted from 1932 to 1972. It lasted 40 years. Mm. And it yep. was run by the CDC. And they took men who had syphilis and those who didn't. They didn't tell them if they had it. They gave them fake uh, dummy pills. And right. when penicillin came out in 1944, widely available in 1948, they suppressed penicillin to these men. Just like yep. hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are being suppressed to people right now. Absolutely. This, this went, they, listen, they gave syphilis to their wives, got passed down to their progeny. This went all the way to 1974, and the CDC didn't apologize. The, the, so there was a Senate hearings, a couple people were fired, and it took to 1994 when President Bill Clinton said he's sorry to the African-American people. I, I got to tell you right now, this looks pretty similar to, to Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. I, Absolutely. Don't think, I don't think the CDC is going to apologize on this. Absolutely. They're not going to. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And our audience will love that. And and, and thanks again. We Thank will you. definitely be there to see you on the 20th. And we appreciate you coming on. Thanks again. Okay. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, bye-bye. We want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening to um, the Dr. Peter McCullough interview. We want to make a correction. He'll be here in Minnesota on January 22nd. Uh, not the 20th. January 22nd at the Doubletree uh, Hotel uh, in St. Louis Park. Um, the event is all sold out now. We want to thank everybody again for tuning in.